Welcome, listeners, to our patron preview of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. A time of homecoming. A time of tyrants. A time when the only way to uphold justice was to break the law. So Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, released in 1991, starring Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantino? What do you know her from? That's this. Uh, no, you know her from something else. Why don't you just tell me? Scarface. I don't know her from that. Really? I know her from that. I know Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface. No, no, no. She's the, uh, the sister. Okay. Anyway, this has Christian Slater as well and Alan Rickman. Yeah, it does. With a screenplay by Penn Densham and John Watson. Music by Michael Kamen. Cinematography by Douglas Milsom, who also did the cinematography for Full Metal Jacket. Not bad. And directed by Kevin Reynolds, who... Directed Waterworld. And the other film I saw on there was Count of Monte Cristo. Yes, have you seen that? No, I haven't seen either of those. Oh, I've seen them both. Are they good? I mean, I remember not liking Waterworld and... I barely remember Count of Monte Cristo, so... High praise. Pass. (laughs) So this had one Oscar nomination for Best Original Song for Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. I thought that was the song this was attached to. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they play it in this film? They played it during the end credits. Uh, I must have missed that. Did you turn it off? Well, obviously. I I did too. I didn't stay for the end credits. I finished the movie, I turned it off, and then I saw it had nominated for this song. I'm like, did I hear that? <laughs> Let's go back and check that end credits for a second. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that song, obviously, it's Brian Adams' biggest song of his career. It was a massive song. It stayed on the US Billboard chart at number one for 14 weeks and 16 weeks at number one in the UK. That's a very, very long time for a song to stay at number one. Yeah, it is. It's not bad at all. So let's talk about casting Dean. Carrie Elwes for the role of Robin Hood. Yeah, I, I did see that. He turned it down. He thought the uh, plot was too contrived. But he went on to uh, star in Men in Tights, a slightly less contrived plot. But just as much Robin Hood. Lots of Robin Hood, yes. We also had Mel Gibson was offered the lead, but he had just done a period piece in uh, Hamlet, so he turned it down. Fair enough. We see that uh, Johnny Depp turned down the role of Will Scarlet, and Sam Neill turned down the role of Sheriff George. Who is Sheriff George? No idea. Okay. Did you see who the first choice was to play Maid Marion? Gina Davis. No, Robin Wright. Right. Very good. No, she's good. Princess Bride. Starring Carrie Elwes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that duo back. Mm. People would have loved that. Absolutely. But she had to drop out of the film because she got pregnant with her first child. But let's look at some other considerations for the Sheriff of Nottingham. We had Sir Michael Gambon. Where do you know him from? Harry Potter. Very good. John Hurt. Harry Potter. Is he? I think so. I know him from Alien. He's the guy who gets the chest burst. Yeah, he's Ollivander. He's the guy that sells Harry the magic wand. Ian McKellen. Um, Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed. There's a name I haven't heard since Gladiator. And Sir Patrick Stewart. Nice. Interesting considerations there. It was actually originally offered to Richard E. Grant. Of that Melissa McCarthy fame film. I still actually remember him from Spice World. I don't remember that at all. And a little bit part in Logan. I don't remember that either. Yeah, he's very, very forgettable in that film. Who is he in Logan? He's like the the big bad guy, like the scientist guy who who's pops in for like two scenes and then like Logan like shoots him at the end, like really quick. Oh, okay. Fair enough. What about some other considerations for Maid Marian? Elizabeth Hurley? Nice. Nicole Kidman? Mm. Julie Richardson? 
Don't know I know that one. Ali Sheedy? Don't know that one. Ali Sheedy is like Breakfast Club. Which one? Not Molly Ringwald. So the grumpy emo thing? That's the one. Thing. That's not very nice. It's just the first word that came to mind. Uh, and Sophie Marceau was also one consideration there too. Oh, Marceau Marceau. No. Braveheart. The world is not enough. No. Braveheart. Okay. <laughs> Always Braveheart. <laughs> So the producers, one of them being Kevin Costner, who was Kevin Reynolds' long-time friend, they took over the editing of this movie. Oh, God. (laughs) We need more Costner. (laughs) Going to the extent of physically locking the original editor, Peter Boyle, out of the editing suite. However, they were contractually obliged under the the Director's Guild rules to show their cut to Kevin Reynolds. He was uh, less than impressed of what they had done with the movie. Fair enough. It was rumoured that Kevin Costner had some of Alan Rickman's scenes cut when he realised that Rickman was upstaging him. Yeah, I mean, Alan Rickman's very uh, enigmatic and Kevin Costner is very, how do you say this? Bland. Kevin costner Staley, wooden. How dare you? Kevin, he was huge Kevin, back uh, in Kevin the Costner, day. That, that, made, that made perfect sense. I think we had the same thing going there. There was also a rumour that Kevin Costner wanted to use an English accent, but Kevin Reynolds didn't want him to. <laughs> So, Kevin claims that he was initially asked to use an accent and hired a dialect coach, but uh, he was stopped and the coach was fired when he did it poorly. So, we have an uh, American accent Robin Hood. I did not even notice it, to be fair. Yeah, but this was released on the 14th of June in 1991 with a runtime of 143 minutes, 155 for the extended version. Ooh, mm. should have watched that one. With a budget of $48 million, grossed $165 million in America for second highest for the year. Behind Terminator 2. That's right. And worldwide grossed $390 million, once again, second for the year. Yeah, it actually scored the second best opening of all time for a non-sequel at the time. I'm sure that record's been broken many times since then. Many, many times. Many, many, many times. Still, undoubtedly, it was a a huge film when it came out. Absolutely. And I had not seen it until this breakdown. I'd seen it a few times in my youth. How long ago did you see it? Like, give us a ballpark. Like, what? Ballpark? Uh, I don't think after I left home that I saw it, so I will say... Nine. I was probably 15. Well, you know, there's been... But I would have, I would have seen it probably five times, at least. Well, there is a big difference. You had another, what, 15, 16 years to uh, soak it in and now watch it as an adult. Yeah. But it has an average of 6.9, over 167,000 ratings on IMDb. And I'm very curious to hear what you think of the movie now after such a long time of not watching it. Yes, well, let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on. Patreon.com slash Journey. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 